good morning. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to episode 26 of the Are We Still Her podcast. Uh, I'm Sasha. And I am Jess. And I just wanted to start this podcast by saying that we saw a post by a personal trainer like mentor company the other day and there were some statistics from the modern wisdom podcast, mm. and they said that it was um uh what was it i'm gonna have to find it now 90 percent of podcasts you um, said- yeah should we it, it, i just kind of brought it up at random so shall i actually find it yeah i've got it here you sent it to me so it is uh, 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode three and the 10% that do, 90% don't make it past episode 20. So if you're making more than 20, you're putting yourself up there. So me and Sasha is absolutely buzzing. Yeah, because this is 26. And it's not like, the thing is, it's not like it's been hard to get to 26. No. You know, it is like we've done it at the same time every Wednesday since. So it's like, it's not as if we've been like, oh, we need a topic. It's like, sometimes, I mean, today's a prime example. We know like a, a basic thing that we're going to talk about, but. Sometimes we curveball, don't we? We just, we think about it. Absolutely. And like we said, because this is just our general chat anyway, so it's so easy. What amazes yeah, me is that me and Sash will talk on this podcast for an hour, but we've actually just been talking for 45 minutes. Before, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> we, the, Zoom, the Zoom thing started at 9.30. At 10.15, I'm like, should we record a podcast now? <laughs> Trust me, that 45 minutes before could have broke the internet <laughs> yeah that, that, I did actually say to Sasha at one point should we start recording now but I feel like that's that's not the type of things we no. need to record in no I saw a photo and I was like oh my god I've got so many stories about this photo and I just went into it but anyway that is not for that is for that is, years only yeah actually. that is not the podcast we we designed no. the whole the whole part of this podcast though isn't it it's the the stuff that we wanted to go over that seems common sense to us yeah. but is still batted around in the industry as myths hearsay all the bs that we see time and time again so just trying to like provide clarity on on those types of things yeah so the first thing like Je- when Jess messaged me saying oh we should probably cover this um I'll admit I rolled <laughs> I could feel the eyes roll I didn't roll my eyes. It's just there's, there's some the thing is I I totally get it because I know that one of my weaknesses as a coach and as just a human is that, is that sometimes I forget that that the things that don't even cross my mind are issues for for others. Like obviously we're going to talk about the the Christmas thing and and the um the managing of of the holidays and whatever and because. I don't see it as a big deal I sometimes and I know it's not good of me because obviously I know I need to empathize with others but I I don't understand why it would be an issue for some people so this is why Jess is is good in this position because she brings me back to earth and says no but you have to understand that some people say this about it and some people have said this and some people have said this and I'm like okay it obviously is an issue but I think I like to zoom out on these things and actually like try and bring people back down to earth and just understand that yeah because you're making it one yeah yeah you're good you're good at that for sure because at the end of the day like you you said it really well on a message last night when we said right we're going to talk about Christmas we're going to talk about and I'm doing quotation marks Hmm. managing Christmas Uh, which is (laughs) is like a funny one but then Sash just said yeah we're going to manage the privilege that we all have that we've got too much food and drink going and it's like when you put it in that sort of perspective you're like 
Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a funny problem to have, isn't it? That we've got all these yeah. things like going on. It is, and, and you know what's made me even more like this is I'm just looking at the book now. But when I listen to the uh, the Eomni Park podcast, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh about, god, yeah, yeah, about the girl who escaped North Korea. Um, anyone who honestly, I think I think everyone should listen to it because yeah, you put me onto it. It's like three hours of your life that yeah, like I, I actually watched it like a film because it, yeah, because it's um filmed on YouTube. It's good to see her emotions because she lived in a world where you couldn't eat and everyone had to have the same fucking haircut and and you had to sell your shit to the the regime and stuff. Like it, it's so bizarre, but it's happening right now. And a few things that she said was like, when I came to the West, finally, remember, she didn't know what the West was. Mm-hmm. She didn't even know um, that other countries existed. Because obviously North Korea um, is very, well, they think that that's it, right? They don't want anyone in North Korea to know that there's a world out there. Um, yeah, so you make out like America's like the enemy and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why they're not allowed dogs over there because they see a, a dog. They think Americans have pet dogs and they don't yeah. want to be associated with Americans. So um, they either kill the dogs or eat them, I think. Yeah. Um, so when she was saying that when she first came over to the West and she went to Columbia University in New York, which, by the way, she absolutely hated, um, she couldn't believe that people were having like therapy because of and having an abundance of something it's not that she was judging anyone but you have to you have to sit in her shoes then and just understand that she'd been hungry for 14 years she hadn't felt full for 14 years um when she came out the first meal she had that she couldn't believe she was eating was two boiled eggs yeah boiled eggs were like the the food of the rich in yeah and um she couldn't finish it obviously because she just couldn't she she'd never had that much food ever and then when she came up to us and people were like uh spending I don't know 100 and 200 dollars on an hour to talk to someone about having more than that yeah because she got it she got it offered at a discount yeah. rate didn't she? yeah exactly she got and she was like why would I need therapy and then so the therapist is like you were literally like imprisoned in North Korea and you were raped by um uh you were a Chinese sex slave and you did this she was like yeah but I don't understand why I need therapy she was like think about how lucky I am I yeah why would I want to talk about everything why again would I want to talk about it all again like it's happened but I, I'm lucky that I got out and there's still millions of them that are still dying every day over there and when I heard that I was like right Pe- more people need to listen to that because I am no way invalidating anyone's problems or therapy I think therapy is fucking great I think more of us should be talking to people about stuff however sometimes a bit of perspective you need to zoom out and see what the actual issue is and and that's why okay it might not be as empathetic as I could be even though I literally have like my coach always says I have empathy running through my bones I can't I can't I can't get rid of it Mm -hmm. in circumstances like that I do try and say to people like, do you realize how lucky you are? Yeah. That you're in the top 1% in the world. And we are just, these issues are there because of our environment and how our mind works. And, and I don't know, people that have been around us in our life and previous actions, but also sometimes you need to put that to one side and just realize that you're going home to your family for mm-hmm. a holiday for a nice big dinner and some Baileys. <laughs> and some quality street 
and some Christmas TV and then you're going to fall asleep next to a fire. And I just think, I get it. I'm not saying that these things aren't an issue because obviously they are, but I think perspective helps. Yeah, it does. And I think doing that, and that's why like, um, like obviously there's so much research into like uh, gratitude and journal, like, like what is it, doing three things that you're grateful for every day or journaling mm-hmm. because it makes you zoom out right because yeah. the whole point of life is that we're constantly moving forward and got all these different things and and maybe even in the element of like I can understand why Sash doesn't want to necessarily talk about this in mm-hmm. like all the time because it is a bit monotonous and you want to remind people that there's more to life than this yeah but it doesn't take away from those times where we do succumb to oh my god what am I going to do I'm trying to lose weight and Christmas is around the corner or I've got a goal that I'm trying to work towards and is it going to mess it up it doesn't it doesn't kind of take away the worry no um but one of the best things that I would say to my clients is and this is and this is why um Sasha and I like have calls with our clients all the time which is like having a strategy and a plan helps negate a lot of that worry because you've already planned out how you want to approach it even if that is just taking a like laid back approach of do you know what like I'm I'm going to enjoy myself over the holidays mm-hmm. and not stop training altogether but be aware that I'm probably going to drink and eat a little bit more mm-hmm. or whether it's a case of do you know what no I just want to carry on with my specific goal and have one or two days off whatever it is to you but you need to take the autonomy of that plan that's not for Sasha and I to say you need yeah. to do this that's for you to go what what do you think is going to be reasonable with your plans with your I don't know what you enjoy over the Christmas. Maybe, maybe all year round you've been buzzing for mulled wine, and then it comes and you're like, I can't. I'm on a diet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love mulled wine. Yes, yeah, I, I had some at the weekend. I think it's um, I mean, it just it always just goes back to the short term, long term thing. So I'm picturing in my head. I'm a very visual person, and in my head, I'm picturing a graph, <laughs> right? And the graph. If it, I hope, I hope everyone use that, everyone close their eyes and use their mind, right? Not if you're driving. No, not if you're driving. And you've got you've got bottom left hand corner and then top right hand corner. And there's a line, but it's not straight. It's just got loads of dips and flows and peaks and troughs and whatever, right? And it's just going up, going up, going up, going up, going. If you zoomed in on December 2021 and there was a big um peak spike. Spike. Mm. Let's just say that this is your weight or I don't know, calories. Um, how you feel or calories or whatever, yeah. right? There's a peak there. And then it goes back down when you go back to normal and then and then the graph carries on. Right. If you zoomed in on that peak, it would look fucking massive. Everest is right there in front of you and you think the world's going to end. If you mm-hmm. zoom right out and look at the line, you won't even see it. I put, I put, uh, this, yeah, I think I sent you the graphs of those the other day. I, I actually posted it in my, um, in my client group, which is like, it's from Stephen Bartlett's book. Yeah. And it is, it's like, if you're looking at things day by day, then of course you're going to break, like, shit yourself all the time whereas if you're looking at things over decades it's like if you've ever been on I don't know how many of you like use google trends so google trends is um, where you can use it for like marketing your business or looking at like different trends of I don't know events or purchases or whatever I actually was because I'm such a loser I I bought a treadmill the other day and I looked at the the graph of treadmills uh, purchases and demand over the last five years and it shot up the most in January this year because obviously we went into the second lockdown yeah. so yeah. all of a sudden people were like this is never going to end I need yeah, to get we need, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, so that's the biggest peak of all time and it's never come back down. But like Sasha says, if you're looking at things on a bigger scale, the treadmill peak only happens like once a year in January, really. And it goes down again. It's the same for Christmas. Like there is going to be a peak of potentially more food, drink, energy levels, maybe feeling a little bit groggy. Less steps, more just like chilling, watching my family on fucking... What frustrates me as well is it. sometimes I think it's the approach of um, thinking it's going to be the whole month of your life. Like today's December 1st. Right, that's it. January, I'll start. Or December's a write-off. That drives me mad because it's like, that's a whole month of your life that you are just saying, I don't care about my health. And that really frustrates me because I'm like, well... That's that's not an excuse. Like Sash put a really great analogy in her email the other day. Um, can you remember off the top of your head? Okay. Uh, so um, car, which is funny because I don't even have one. <laughs> um, it was uh, so if, um, it was basically like. Uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, there's nothing wrong with slowing down. It's much easier to take your foot off the pedal a little bit than put it back down in Jan rather than take it off completely and let your car ice over. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I loved it. And I like I, I said to my clients, it's rather than looking at it like, I don't know why there's so many car analogies, but like rather than looking at it like it's a roadblock, it's literally you cannot go down that road. It's instead looking at it like it's a speed bump. Okay, it's going to slow me down a little bit, but I'm still getting to where yeah. I want to be. Yeah, it's, it's the same. Honestly, this, this analogy is, is the same for literally everything in life. And like, as Jess knows, and I don't know if you guys might know, but I'm like a, a personal finance geek. And there was um uh when this whole omicron whatever variant came out there mm. was a, a 2.6 percent drop on, on like the overall like stock market i think no i think it was the s p 500 which is like the most famous fund in the world 2.6 percent drop everyone fucking goes nuts and yeah like, but the people who actually know what's up are like i don't understand why it's an issue because this time last year to now it's gone up by 22.3 percent yeah, so why is everyone you zoom out at the graph, that 2.6, you can't even see it. But people aren't looking at the 22% increase. All they're looking at is the little dip because of this variant. Yeah. Like, we need to stop focusing on such tiny, tiny little things and actually zoom out and look at what's happening. It's the same with progress in work and, like, I don't mm. know, like building up and um, trying to earn more money or learning a new skill. It's like, it, it seems so obvious. In fact, um, my a new my new client shout out to Polly she when I had a call with her the other day she said she likes atomic habits and she really likes reading about all this stuff she finds I thought you were gonna say atomic kitten and <laughs> she really likes atomic kitten um no atomic habits and she was like you know what I find fascinating about all this stuff and I was like I really want to know because I find all this stuff really really interesting and she said that we all know this mm. like he's written a book and we read it and we're like oh my god that's so true but nobody does it and I was like, that's fucking true. I was like, we've got all this information, obvious analogies, like literally like black and white, yet we still choose to just pretend that they don't exist. And I, I actually said to her, I was like, why do you think that is? And she was like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. And I, and I was like, it's so nice to hear someone actually say that to me rather than me say it to them. And I'm like, so interesting. Like if I could make it my life goal to find out why we do that I was like god that's probably one reason why I'd like to get into psychology is why something is plain as day it's right in front of us yet we choose to just swerve past it and just like go on as normal I, I bet it goes back to like uh instincts from when it was like a survival thing like we're constantly looking for the hardest thing rather than the easiest thing because we're like 
can't it's too good to be true too good too to be, good. can't be that simple it can't yeah. be otherwise, otherwise everyone would be have six pack no it can't be this and like no yeah there is there are there are many simple ways of doing things but it doesn't take away the fact that it's fucking hard work yeah because we've said it before fitness is simple the application's hard right exactly and like you have to it's like uh, obviously with with the email list that I've done and, and just obviously you building a business over lockdown it's like you might be doing these things every single day and you see nothing. Like you're real the other day. You said, when you go to the gym, you come home and nothing's changed. I love that. Simon, yeah, Simon Sinek. He's so good. It's so true. Like when I sent that first email on January 1st, 2020, 2021, sorry. I I think I had three subscribers Mm. (laughs) and it's probably my mum and (laughs) and someone else. And then I had still had three subscribers and I got no replies, no nothing. Uh, Probably a 5% open rate. Like, literally nothing what so I just stopped sending them no you just have to you just got fucking I think <laughs> I think as well like and that's one of the greatest lessons that fitness has taught me yeah. is that it is about the grind <laughs> it's about just chipping away at stuff like making it just even though you can't see any changes daily yeah you can see that difference over time like I've been strength training for like 10 years now and it's like I I think about like um in my family we've got a genetic condition which affects like muscular like it it can affect like muscular dystrophy basically and I always think like would I be because I've got the genetic condition would I be in the same position if I hadn't strength trained for 10 years but if you told me that on day one I would be like nah no exactly (laughs) honestly exactly right it's speaking you're literally listening to a 30 year old lady who's got a genetic condition that might mm. stunt muscle growth and she's been strength training for 10 years mm. like that's the kind of stuff that you just think no you're fucking totally right I always think of that analogy remember like it's not a meme but it's like a picture of like this guy underground and he's got like oh a- yeah with the diamond yeah he's like he's like chipping away and then there's like there's only a little bit left and there's a big diamond behind it but he just turns around so he's like oh I'm sick of doing this I'm like it sometimes it takes way longer than you think way longer mm-hmm. um like I said on my in the guide that I wrote about emails like I even went back and had a look and it was my 40 second email that I got a reply to 40 yeah. and could I have stopped at 20 of course I could well, what, just imagine if you stopped at 41 oh exactly right imagine if I was like 41 like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> Not, you're not doing it that's the thing it's like deciding what you're doing it for isn't it because you weren't doing it to get no, a reply no no, no 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 I wasn't doing it to get a reply in fact you know what I didn't even think about replies I never thought people would reply because it's mm-hmm. almost like a you don't think people will reply to stuff that's to a group of people mm-hmm. it's only now you know you know what it, I think it took about six or seven months where I, I'd always get two or three replies to every single email but mm-hmm. that, that's six or six or seven months and that you're exactly right I never made it to sell anything I just it was lockdown and I wanted to write and that was it I think sometimes when you're intentionally like buy this buy this buy this buy oh, this what was it what was the yeah what was the your client you mentioned not long ago where she was like um she'd lost weight but she wasn't even trying to lose weight uh, was, was it Gemma or someone yeah. yeah and it's like that type of stuff it's like it, that's that's and, and I'm sure she like would have said, oh yeah, that would be a nice byproduct of what we're doing. Yeah, like, because awesome. yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't her sole focus and therefore that was why it was so good. Exactly. So in the background. And I th- yeah. 
And, and when it comes to Christmas, then it's like if we can give people some useful tips to take away from this, because like I think we've done a very really good job. <laughs> if I say so myself, um, <laughs> we've done a great job at kind of giving that level of perspective of, of zooming out. But if some people are listening to this and they're thinking, yeah, that's really easy for you to say, but I'm still dead worried about Christmas. I've got specific fitness goals that I'm trying to work towards at the minute, or I don't want to end up in a worse situation in January than I am now, whether that's um, physically, mentally, whatever it might be. Um, I guess what would be some useful tips you might give to your clients or people who are listening? Mm. People, who stuff. people who don't change their mind never change anything. So mm-hmm. it's like, that is... A frame of mind that is something that you think it's something you probably thought I'm gonna guess every year for maybe the last three or four years going into Christmas like oh fuck it I'll, I'll let myself go and then I'll do this blah blah that all that is is just a frame of mind it's a thought process I don't have it just you don't have it there are people all over the world who don't have it it's not necessarily normal but it's not abnormal but all it is 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 your mind you could I'm just going to say, I'm just going to think of like a, a situation. Let's say it's weight loss, right? Because it's just so easy to, uh, to say that. And a lot of people find it relatable. You could want to lose weight because you don't like the way you look. But when you do lose weight, you might not still like the way you look. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's in here. It's not. It, 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 it's it's a way of thinking. It's not necessarily what it is. So there's plenty of people that have lost half of their body weight and still don't like it. They still, you know, that I saw a video. It was quite heartbreaking actually. Like a girl that had had like lip fillers and a nose job, and she'd had fillers in her um, uh, cheekbones, Botox here. She's like, I did it all because I hated the way my face looked. And now guess what? She spent all this money. And guess what? She still hates the way her face looks. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just a mindset. It's not, it's not like, and that will never change unless you try and change it. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote in an email yesterday, like you have to, you, sometimes you got to force it. It's not yeah. just like a natural, like, oh, I read, oh, I read a book about mindset and suddenly like my life's different. It's like, it doesn't work like that. You have application. to constantly, it's application. You're right. You gotta, you gotta keep nudging it. Otherwise it, it will just never change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's hard I, and I get it, but it, everything's hard. You just got fucking, if you want it, then you got to go after it. And it's, it's as well, it's like this perception of um, the person that you think you want to look like as well. Like I, I do a client hot seat uh, once a fortnight with someone uh, in my Facebook group and I get clients, I'm just talking about their journey and sharing it with everybody else and stuff. And um, I had uh, one of my clients on the other day, Linda, and I actually used to go to uni with her um, in Manchester, like, well, I was like 10 years ago. She was like, mate, it's like 12 now. I was like, no, like yeah. maybe I'm a little bit sick. Um, and then we was talking about it and she was saying, she was like, when I first started with you, I did the typical thing of thinking, I just want to lose weight. I just want to look a certain way. And she was like, but now she feels really content in the way that she looks. But she was like, it was never, she said, do you know what surprises me is the way that I look and that I'm content with now was never the person that I envisioned of how I wanted to look in the first place. Right, that's, yeah, that's weird. But she was like, it's so weird. And she's like, I'm not even bothered about um, and for her, it was to start with, it was like an aesthetic based thing. She's like, I find it really weird that that's all I thought about because she's like, I am content in the way I look now, but now I'm so much, I've fallen so much in love with training and routine and structure and 
like finding the sweet spot with social life and, and stuff like that, that it doesn't even come into my thought process anymore. Um, but I always think that, yeah, it's, it's, and it's all in your mind. She's like, I would have never have thought that that would have been my biggest shift in my head. I thought it would have been the fact that I've lost weight or the fact that I've dropped whatever dress size or whatever it is, like that type of thing that often people say. Yeah, there you go, because disassociating fitness and health, you know, we need to think of those things together because a lot of the time, for example, I use myself as an example. When I was super strong and super fit, I was really unhealthy. But it, I was always like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because I can deadlift one yeah. thirty. And I was speaking to my coach yesterday and I was telling him about these things and, and he was sat on the window so and he just goes, and he was just like smiling at me. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, this is just you evolving. As a, like at back, at back in the day, or oh, that was all that mattered, right? I can deadlift 130, but I'm not sleeping well. My diet's shit, blah, blah, all this. It's like, but in your head, it was all, oh, it doesn't matter though because I can uh, deadlift 130. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Nobody cares. Literally nobody cares. So now I can't, by the way, I can't deadlift one thing. It would I was thinking that's well impressive though, but yeah, then not I so. did I did it. You know why? Because it's all I cared about. To me, fitness was how much I could deadlift. If mm. I could deadlift that, that was it. Who who cares? Yeah, who cares that I feel terrible and and my my eating was to to perform to do that. But I wasn't even an athlete. It was so bizarre. I was like, oh, I need to eat because I'm deadlifting. So I'd like go to the shop and get like coffee and donuts. I'm just like, and now I look back at that and I think, oh, Sash. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's the hindsight, isn't it? It's a beautiful oh, I'm thing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I went through that because now fitness to me is, I understand that um, I think uh, Dr. Pat Davidson said the other day, He's like, more PTs need to become more like accountants because numbers matter. They do. They matter so much. However, when you're kind of in it for as long as, as, as I am and the performance stuff is not really there anymore, they matter less and less. So, yeah, they do matter because, um, you know, building volume, um, heart rates and uh, cardiovascular aerobic capacity stuff, calories matter, um, nutrients matter the amount of sleep you get it all matters and it's all numerical but it matters less and that less and less and it starts to and it kind of switches to like okay but how does that food make you feel how when you yeah. get to sleep how does it feel when you uh, train really heavy deadlifts all the time do you do you like it no yeah. but like I want 130 so it's like yeah but you don't like it but mm -hmm. yeah but I will like I want 130 and it's like no yeah <laughs> who cares what you can deadlift yeah it's like people chasing uh chasing the lowest ever 5k time week after week after week and feeling like shit <laughs> honestly like, okay honestly that's the thing though it's a mindset and it can change but you have to want it to change so I could have stayed like that oh yeah for yeah. sure yeah. it's growth though isn't it because I think I I've definitely been at that point yeah. that's where at one point I only ever cared about how strong I was whereas that you, but then you actually start to like again zoom out and I think it is a, a growth thing as you get a little bit older um I, I actually had a, a 14 year old girl message me on Instagram the other day saying okay. have you got any tips on to lose weight and I was like I, I kind of I was I was like <laughs> it's a difficult one because I don't work with, I don't work with any, anyone that young anyway yeah. I also didn't want to leave her hanging because I was like this is such a tough one because I was like 
I can understand that it like if you are unhappy with the body you're in at the moment but honestly I was trying to like justify to her like how one her weight is not worth but two the amount of changes that her body is going to go through in the next six or seven years is is massive so if you're just kind of putting your whole hopes on that alone and and then like look at that that's a 14 year old girl and how many people do we work with who are in the 30s and 40s who are still in that mindset that's a scary thing Uh that's a scary thing this poor 14 year old girl is worrying about it already I know I basically I just yeah I just tried to I I tried to just reinforce like (laughs) getting outside drinking some water making yeah enjoy yourself get some fruit and veggies in your diet but don't worry about it all do you know what I mean like yeah that's it because it will be a comparison thing for sure like the amount of of what she views is the body that she should have she's 14 she's trying to lose weight when in reality over the next 10 10 years she's probably going to gain more weight than she ever will in her life yeah yeah because she's going to turn into an adult oh god honestly that's fucking terrible it's sad isn't it it's the mindset that it is, there's, and I think as well, there's there's an element as well. Approaching Christmas, right? Take it as two halves. There's the psychological element, what we're talking about now, and there's a the physiological element of it. There's two different angles to take from it. So when it comes to the psychological element, Sasha and I have just spoken about, you can zoom out, you can get some perspective, you can start to understand a little bit more around... Um, your your purpose really like what really is important over that period and like maybe it is a case what is important to you over Christmas spending time with family enjoying some good food uh, maybe exercising here or there like maybe not as frequently as you do when you're at work and you've got your normal structure but maybe it is still getting those sessions in maybe doing other things like family walks whatever make a list of what is important to you and go into it with that approach of this is what's going to happen in your own mindset literally exactly we need to like people get so comfortable with their like their mindset when they know that it's not optimal and they know that it's not getting them anywhere yeah it's stuck and I totally get it because it's so hard to come out of um something here's a good analogy I was listening to a podcast when I was walking to the bakery this morning (laughs) to get my croissant um and I was listening to um a podcast by the, the guy who wrote the uh, the money book that I like and his his podcast is basically about the psychology around certain things to do with money and this couple made 3.1 million a year right and when she did the taxes she was like netting $175,000 a month right so the issue was is that her husband was still living as if they were they were poor so he went to Poundland he used to go to pound he goes to i think it's called pound world or something in america yeah. to get fruit because he he couldn't understand why fruit was expensive so he's going to poundland to buy blueberries so he's got $175,000 a month mm-hmm. they've got they share a netflix account he won't buy he will only buy jeans from costco do you see how so like because when he was younger he was poor but now he's got over $10 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, so she's saying he's still living as if he was poor and, but now he's rich, but he's still, he's still doing the things that he used to do. That's because no matter how much money you earn, if you still think like that, it's not going to change. And it's the same That's, with, it's the same with weight. So 
you could be really, really overweight and be really, really unhappy. I'm not saying that all overweight people are unhappy. Oh my God, no, I'm not saying that. But some people are, right? Mm-hmm. You could lose all that weight, but if you're still unhappy with who you are, doesn't matter how much weight you lose. Change. You could be the slimmest person ever and then and, and have uh, uh, people could look at you and be like, oh my God, dream body, whatever. If you still don't like it, it's not going to change. Yeah, it's so much more in your head than anyone gives it oh, credit for. And addressing like deep suited, like deep deep suited, deep rooted, get rooted, deep rooted, deep rooted beliefs that you've picked up for years. I always describe it to clients when they say like, um, like I had a client on a call yesterday, uh, and she had just finished exercising. She had a protein shake, and I said, "Oh no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't really have um stuff like this all the time." And I said, "Why?" Why? <laughs> and she said oh, well, uh, because um, it's like, it, well, it's like power, power. And then she went, do you know, I actually don't know why. And I said, <laughs> and I said you picked that up from somewhere, from a from an Instagram post, from someone who said something to you at work. And I was like, get curious and ask yourself, like, why? I was like, protein powder is great for when you're on the go. You're, you're heading out soon. It's a nice little filler in between because you haven't got time to eat a chicken breast or whatever it is. It's a convenience food. Exactly. I said that. I was like, it literally is dried milk. I was like, it's not the other <laughs> world. I was like, it's, I was like, it's, it's just the leftover process from milk. I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, it's fine. Obviously, if you can get whole foods more frequently, yeah. if you were to me, Jess, I'm having four protein shakes a day and no meals. Yeah, yeah then yeah. maybe an issue. All right, but, the toilet. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's just addressing the things where you're like, why do I think that? So like, why do I think when it's Christmas day, I need to eat until I can't breathe? Like, why do I need to? Oh, well, that's actually because on Christmas day, when we're at home, either there was no food. So it's like a scarcity thing, or it's just something we always did as a family. We always ate until it was like a competition who could eat the most. Yeah, no, exactly. No, I like that about the, um, the protein shake thing. And it is remember, guys, little educational thing in case you didn't know curds and whey <laughs> curds and whey. when you separate milk you get the curds which they then turn into cheese and you get the whey yes yeah, it's a byproduct of milk whey yeah. protein dried milk dried milk and people are oh it's a, oh, it, oh it, you know it's like gear oh my god i heard that once by the way it's a steroid okay <laughs> have you been to school or no okay no, <laughs> <laughs> honestly but yeah it's inconvenience food but it is it's it like Jess said like you need to ask yourself these questions I, I think I said it in an email the other day I think people who ask themselves really tough questions end up in a better place like, I'm talking those questions that you do not want to ask yourself I've mm. done it like why are you like that Sash why do you do that and it's like it's almost like you're attacking yourself like those memes where you see someone pointing at themselves in the mirror and like you did this it's like people should do that more yeah like why do you think that I said it to, to my client the other day I did the email about the conversation obviously anonymous as, as always but I said what why do you think that it's the associating the gym with weight loss so she's <laughs> not going to the gym because she thinks well it's not going to make me lose weight so what's the point in going and I'm like why do you think that yeah um well I don't know because you, you you go to the gym to help you lose weight I was like no you don't but where did that come from she's like yeah and then she's like you can see like I fucking know <laughs> who, told like, who told who said that <laughs> it, it is it's like someone's behind them it's like yeah. they're like who who did that it's who like that? who is yeah it's it so is cool, isn't it? It, would, wouldn't it be great it happens 
wouldn't it be great if every belief that you'd had in your life that you're like oh my god where have I picked that up from it was like a Scooby-Doo episode and you pulled the mask off at the yeah, end and you yeah. found out who would give, give you that belief. oh there's so many good memes about this let's just let's do just a, a meme dump there's that one but it's a Scooby-Doo and they find the villain and they take the mask off but it's just you yeah, there's that one. There's the Spider-Man one when they're all in the circle. Oh my god, that was gonna say that one. I was about to say that. And then the one I sent you when I got back from Iceland the other day, I was like, this is the best meme I've seen in ages. And it's somebody behind someone hitting them with a pipe. And it and the guy hitting them is me. And the guy who's being hit is me, and the pipe is me. It's like me hitting myself on the head with a fucking pipe. <laughs> it's yeah. like we all do this thing, these things to ourselves. We blame our environment, we blame society, we blame these things, but if if all of that was only to blame then all of us would be like it yeah. it's how you choose to like soak in this information and it, it's like a lack of critical thinking like oh yeah it, and okay it is yeah when you're younger you haven't got that ability yet because you just take yeah. everything to gospel and you think oh if fucking um what's it, Hannah Montana I mean I'm just thinking about who's who like um back in the day who was like influencing the young so like, oh if Hannah's doing Hannah Montana's doing it or if uh, Demi Lovato's doing it then I'll do it um, yeah but when you're older guys we we have this amazing thing in our head called a brain where we can look at a scenario and pick it apart and question the things that doesn't don't make sense to us and that maybe bring some reasoning into it mm-hmm. like okay yeah social media is bad okay yeah um there's a, a silly amount of fat phobia in the world okay yeah there's privilege okay there's all this but if it was really 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 just that then we'd all be fucked yeah yeah you for sure and, it, and it, it requires from people just a bit of like lateral thinking doesn't it like just to not only stop and think and ask yourself but then when it comes to the solutions like if you've always approached December Christmas whatever the same way for the last 20 30 40 50 60 how many years of your life whatever it is how many whoever many people are listening to this of what what age demographic why why not this year if you have got a problem with how you feel every year in the month of December and January why not stop have a look at like okay what do I normally do what would be a different way for me to approach that lateral thinking step to a side come at it from a different angle mm-hmm. like it it just requires a little bit of forward planning which is why Sasha and I who like work with all of our cl- clients on a one-to-one basis get me and Sasha will ask them all these questions what would you like December to look like because if you're listening to this and you haven't got a coach and you're thinking well how can I do this stop and do it yourself stop and think okay what can I do differently this this year round to make it work for me and it might be a case of right when it comes to Christmas dinner I'm not going to eat until the point or like Christmas day I'm not going to eat and drink to the point where I'm so stuffed I'm in pain I also right I remember and there is there's maybe once in a while where you eat so much where you're so full do you know what I mean because it's just like really rich food or whatever but it's such an awful feeling. Oh, it's like, awful. Awful. Oh, God, it's awful. It's horrible. It's an awful feeling. So it's like, okay, how would it be? What would it be like on Christmas Day if you fast forward to feel satisfied, really content, and not stuffed? Oh my God, that'd be a lovely feeling. Okay, cool. How can you maybe approach that this year? Well, I'll make sure I have a smaller plate for my Christmas dinner or whatever, or I won't have the usual 20 after eights that I have after. I'll just maybe have one or two. This type of thing. And it's it's simple swaps. And even just pausing on Christmas Day and asking yourself, like, 
am I hungry? Which I know is a bit of a weird one because you're probably not. There's a weird thing where we eat, we consume so much food on Christmas day. And it's like, you wouldn't eat every one hour, one to two hours in a normal day. So why is everyone eating all the time? But that's the thing, like, I used to. Oh God, yeah. But also on Christmas day, you have to think about it. It's like a lot of the time it's breakfast and then one meal. Mm-hmm. because you eat a big meal at like two three I'm, I'm assuming and then you don't really you don't have dinner you don't have some fucking salmon veg and potatoes for dinner no it's kind of one meal and also look at the meal for what it is it's probably the healthiest meal that most people get in the entire month it's fucking turkey brussels sprouts veg. and potatoes and veg it's yeah. like it's just meat and two veg literally it's like it's a roast dinner mm. and that's our fault for looking at it as, as something else other than it is it, it's meant on obviously there's chocolate and I'm just thinking when I was younger like selection packs quality oh God. um uh, Terry's chocolate orange my mum used to put a Terry's chocolate orange in my stocking and I put it in the freezer because I always put my chocolate in the freezer but I'm not going to eat that Matt's, Matt's got an issue with this by the way the, the freezer thing when you come when you come over at the weekend you can have a discussion about it <laughs> I uh, you know what I put chocolate in the freezer and my my housemates when my mum came and uh we had chocolate buttons she was like make sure you put them in the freezer I was like of course you keep chocolate in the freezer because chocolate melts so easily Matt's issue with it is what are you are you a volcano Sash that's what he says he says are you that hot that it melts that quick that's what he said well um listen to Mary Berry Mary Berry used to say that the reason you have to keep chocolate cold is because chocolate will melt in a child's pocket well, but is it surely why not the fridge it's not cold enough because it will just melt so then when you're eating it if it's frozen it will start melting as soon as you take it out the freezer because obviously you're going from sub zero to 21 degrees that it is you know whatever your heating's on it will start to melt almost instantly so when i put the chocolate button in my mouth it's already going a bit sticky in my fingers so imagine if it was in the cupboard by the time it would get to my mouth it'll be a soggy mess have you ever had a brace out of interest? No. Intel. Why? Because that's a very daring thing to be having things that hard. Not that hard. It's chocolate. The minute you take out the freezer, it starts to melt. It's still soft. Fine. I'll try it as an experiment, but I'm not sold. I've had chocolate, in, to be fair. I've had chocolate in the freezer since I was a kid. We always had, had it in the freezer. Um, not like a chocolate bar with stuff in the middle, like a Snickers, because you wouldn't be able to bite through it. But when it's like chocolates or even we have after eights in the freezer, like otherwise you, you've got chocolate all over your fingers and it tastes as sickly and it's just, ugh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> all anyway. that you have on Christmas day, like we eat chocolate all the time. We eat roast dinners all the time. Okay, I don't drink Baileys all the time, but fucking hell, it's Christmas day. Just fucking chill the fuck out for a bit. Mm-hmm. You, know? you might have your family around uh, I'm going to dance this Christmas and I'm almost certain that I will be drunk by lunchtime <laughs> that's a, a, a tradition in my own world <laughs> in my world I, I, I remember when I had Christmas with my best friend Jess and she was a, um, a cocktail maker at Portsmore at the time so on Christmas Eve she made this clementine and clove syrup from scratch Oh my God, it was fucking delicious. And then in the morning, the first thing we did was crack open the champagne and put a little bit of the syrup in the coupette mm-hmm. and then put champagne in it. 
You better believe that I polished off a bottle and a half. I was absolutely steaming by 11 a.m. I had a great time. Uh, there was not one part of me that thought, oh no, the calories. But, but, then again, <laughs> but then again, I guess if you're at that point where you're happy, content, at maintenance of whatever, then that feels different to you, right? Yeah, but you know what's weird? I wasn't back then. Oh, was you not? No, I wasn't. It's, it is a mindset thing. It, it massively is. It really, really is. It's getting your head into it. It really is. It's fully, mm. it's fully, fully mindset. However, you've got to think. When, on Christmas Day, when I used to get pissed like that, I, w- I wasn't craving the, um, I was craving the, the not having it in my head all the time. So mm-hmm. on Christmas Day, I'd wake up and I'd be like, right, I'm not going to think about calories or food today. I'm just going to relax. That was what I craved in my life. I didn't crave the less calories or the, the, no, I didn't crave the rich food all the time and the abundance of chocolate and the booze. I craved the lack of thinking about it. So it was like mm-hmm. every Christmas I, I had like, oh, thank God I don't have to think about that anymore for the next 24 hours. Yeah. So the question, the tough question I should have asked myself back then, which I didn't, but I would ask now, is like, you could be like that every day, you know? Yeah. Imagine, imagine that for 365 days a year, not thinking about, and I'm not saying that that's easy, you know, easy. Oh, guys, just stop thinking about it. At the end, I lose my job. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's very hard but once you get there you're like that feeling that I had on Christmas of just letting go is every single day but it, yeah and also how do we spoke about this didn't we and it's like people use Christmas as like an, an escape um from and it's like a, it's like going on holiday it's like whatever but use it as an escape from reality where it's like the rules don't apply and it's like if you are living your life up to a week a year to go on holiday or two weeks over Christmas or whatever it might be to literally throw caution to the wind and think, fuck it, basically. Are you living a healthy life in the first place if you're waiting for that point to come all the time to constantly think, oh, now it's some time off that. It's like, now it's some time off my actual life. And it's like, especially when it comes to diet and nutrition and stuff, it's like, do you really want to live your life like that forever? Where it's like, it's, it's, two two weeks on and then feeling rubbish afterwards and I'm going to start up again like I don't know but then then it's like then you've got to think what is health to you yeah exactly a lot of people people look at tracking their calories every single day and training five times a week and going to bed really early and I'm like yeah oh god I'm so healthy I'm like "Mm, yeah okay it is very healthy to sleep a lot it's healthy to train it's healthy to monitor your food but if it's all you think about and it and nothing else matters, it's not healthy. No. Not healthy. If going out with your mates for a meal fills you with dread, you've gone too far. It's not healthy. Yeah. If yeah. If you feel like you cannot stay up a little bit later on a night out because, oh, God, no, I've got to get my nine hours or whatever, then it's like, hmm, you've gone past the point. Yeah. Like taking a very beneficial thing that you could do in your life and just getting too obsessed with it to the point where you just you, you've gone over the other side now right? yeah so now but it is, what is the healthy yeah. version of that yeah it's that optimal performance isn't it it's like what is it inverted u theory which is like a bell curve and it's like at one end you've got too little maybe not doing enough not motivated enough to do make a change not understanding what health means to you and then at the top of that 
you is optimal performance, feeling great, looking great, living a great life. And then on the other end is taking it too far. And that could be extreme measures, like not enjoying your life because you're so worried about going off track, burnout, feeling like you're putting too much pressure on yourself. So there is a sweet spot to find when it comes to your health and well-being. And that same rule applies for Christmas, right? Are you doing enough that it's still getting you where you want to be with whatever goals you've got? Maybe maybe it's not exercising the three or four days a week that you would normally when you're at work, but maybe it's working out twice and going for a walk yeah. every other day or every day. And then from a, a like a food point of view, maybe it's not a case of extreme of saying, oh God, no, like me and Sasha said, having sweet potatoes on your on your some on your um, Christmas dinner instead of roasted in the extreme, but it's also not saying plate up, like keep you've gone back to the buffet five times. Did you need to go back? Could you just deal with like two plates, one of like sweet, one of savory? Yeah, I could have done that instead. That would have been fine. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to remember also that. Jess and I have been coaching people for a long time and I have had six Christmases with clients. You know, this will Mm. will be my seventh. What year is it? 2021. No, this will be my sixth Christmas with clients, right? I see this shit every year. Yeah. This is literally like my existence, right? My job is a huge part of my life and I see this shit. I know these patterns. You know, the people who do fucking loads of mental shit leading up to Christmas and like, I'm going to train more, I'm going to do this, I'm going to offset the Christmas, me, me, me. You know what they do after Christmas? Fuck all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what the people who just stay the same? Like I sent out a message. In fact, Jess, you probably got it <laughs> the other day just saying like, oh, hey, guys, um, let me know what, um, what your Christmas uh, plans are. Like if you're going to be away or off a certain amount of days, just send me the dates through. So when I come around to do your program, I'll just put in some rest days on there. Most people came back to me and said, I'll oh, just same as um, I'll probably um, have the Wednesday to the Tuesday off because obviously Christmas over a weekend. But then, yeah, just back to normal. You know what I didn't get? No, let's put our foot on the gas and do this. And then we- I got none of that it's weird isn't it as well because it's like what you like to do as well. like I actually really like going out for a run on boxing day yeah I've got a client who's going for a run on Christmas day yeah and I feel like as well it's because I don't know in my mindset as well I feel like I've got loads more energy because I've had a proper good amount of food yeah. so I've, I feel like I got on my run feeling really like huh, that's really nice like do you know what I mean like it's nice it's fresh it's like a like it's a festive day it's quite quiet on the roads like I love that it's like and you see loads of other people running because everyone else is off work so it's really yeah, nice it's nice and it's it, we we attach so much negativity to like these activities like, oh no oh the last thing I do why are you training on this why are you doing this it's like you know what some of us don't hate it yeah some of us aren't using it as a form of punishment and instead using it because we actually enjoy it like I don't know about you but it's like on, on boxing day we have all of Matt's family around and um it's a really long day with loads and loads of guests me getting out for an hour on Boxing Day morning is a bit of me time, (laughs) like a bit of fresh air, a bit of peace and quiet, then come back and like, that's really nice. The thing, when you don't hate exercise because you've attached it to your self-worth and how much you weigh and stuff, when it's just moving, Mm -hmm. you know what? Over the years, I've got more and more people just training pretty much normally apart from Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and maybe Boxing Day because they don't hate it. They just, it's just like, 
it's just movement it's not weight loss it's not performance it's not oh I need to deadlift this amount it's just like movement so most people will just kind of just carry on as normal but when yeah. you attach it to something that you're chasing constantly you will resent it yeah exactly so my mum always used to run on a boxing day on boxing yeah. day and, and sometimes it, even christmas day it's yeah a fucking day yeah day if you if, if you love running right and you really enjoy it and it's relaxing and you listen to a podcast or music or this podcast maybe um you're not gonna be like oh no fuck that i'm not running on christmas day but no you know what i'm gonna get up have my salmon and smoke a uh, crap scrambled egg whatever um mimosa wait oh, yeah that, wait for that to go down i'm gonna head off on a run and then get back start peeling the spuds whatever how is that not enjoyable yeah but when it's like, oh no, oh, I need to go for a run because I'm, I'm eating a, a really big roast dinner with sausages wrapped in bacon and I need to make sure I burn some cat. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's, you are, you bang on. It's, and I, I, my tips as well over the Christmas period are kind of just to take it back to basics as much, much as possible. If you are feeling a bit rubbish, maybe just kind of readdress why do I feel rubbish? Oh, well, I didn't drink a single glass of water yesterday and I only drank alcohol. Yeah. Okay, yeah, may maybe that's a contributing factor. Okay, when was the last time you had vegetables apart from your Christmas dinner up to New Year? I've not actually had a vegetable since then. Okay, cool. So maybe let's get some more vegetables back into you. You know, like these little things, like if that's the type of person that you become over the Christmas period and you're not acknowledging the, the basics that you have done, then it's just a little reminder of, okay, I'm drinking enough water. Oh, I have been drinking a bit more alcohol. That's why my sleep's a little bit rubbish. Yeah. And that's why I'm not performing as well. I've not eaten as many vegetables because I've not been at work. I've not had my usual whatever for my lunch and da, 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 da. And it's just kind of like thinking about how you could bring it in. Oh, do you know what I really am looking forward to actually is um, I could make a, a soup with loads of vegetables in because it's Christmas and I've got loads more time at home. Okay, cool. Why don't you do that? Like just addressing it in, in a way that works into your holiday plans in a really nice and fun way um and the clients who have been with me for like over a year have said like do you know what Jess I can't believe that I'm approaching Christmas in such a relaxed way this year and I'm like that's amazing like mega you know what Brussels sprouts are delicious no I don't know with bacon but no. without no the other day Sunday I went out to buy any story yeah so I went out to buy stuff for a roast and there was no chickens left there was no potatoes left and usually I make roast chicken, roast potatoes, veg, whatever. And I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then I saw some duck breasts. So I was like, fuck it, I'll get the duck breasts. I'll get my housemate to cook them. And then there was sweet potatoes, but then I thought, and then there was sprouts. And I was like, hold on, um, sweet potatoes are really sweet. So I'll put like a meaty sauce with the duck and then I'll do the sprouts really nicely. And then last night I went out to buy more sprouts because I was like, I want those sprouts again. You got to steam them. You got to put garlic on them. You got to crush them. You got to roast them. It's like they're fucking delicious <laughs> and on and like I've got another bag and I'm gonna have a fucking lunch today they're delicious but we associate them with with mm, it's Brussels sprouts it's like the roast dinner that you have on Christmas day probably more vegetables than most eat in a day you gotta remember that yeah for sure cabbage roast carrots parsnips love parsnips oh yeah parsnips honey, so good. honey oh god honestly bit of turkey which is like the deadest meat ever by the way very high in protein and healthy maybe it's <laughs> it's dead. um we always have roast beef but like you, you're having fucking turkey yeah you're, you're, you're having a bodybuilder's meal on christmas day <laughs> yeah 
it's what you yeah and it's, it's your choice how you want the day to run and it's like taking it uh, like going into it with a with a um I don't know with a planned mindset of how you want to approach it right you're in control the food doesn't control you checking in with yourself regularly throughout the day whether it's Christmas day boxing day whatever mm. do I feel hungry right now no have I drank any water today no do I need to maybe go outside and get some steps in because I've actually not moved from the sofa yeah that would probably actually help with my digestion help me sleep better tonight get some fresh air get some vitamin d on my skin because the weather's grim at the minute little bits like that yeah of course that's going to help you like just kind of addressing the things that you may be forgetting about that's all you know it also feels horrible sitting down all day oh god give me oh my god so uh in fact it was wednesday so when i woke up this morning i said to myself it's actually going to walk to the bakery because it's about half an hour walk away half an hour back so I got up and I walked to the bakery and I got a coffee and I got a pan of chocolate and then I walked back. So I'd already done an hour's walk by 8.30 or something. Um, because last Wednesday, I didn't do that. It was pissing it down, but it was raining this morning. So I don't know. Anyway, I came back, did the podcast, got my laptop out, working at my laptop. Then before you know it, 6 p.m. I'd done about three steps. I mm-hmm. felt horrendous my mood yeah. was down um I felt just really like antsy like I, and, and all I did was got up and walked yeah and I came back I was like, oh god thank god I did that thank god I dragged myself out because it was it was dark and freezing and horrible sitting down all day is horrible mm-hmm. it's horrible it's unhealthy um it makes you feel like shit it makes you overthink it your mood goes down it's just fucking not good for you like full stop especially on a day when you're you're consuming more calories than usual christ no wonder you feel shit Mm. go outside (laughs) yeah and if if you've got yeah exactly if you've got kids and stuff i'm sure they've got christmas presents they want to go use and stuff like that make it make it a family affair make it fun make it something to do maybe your granny wants to go out for a walk like go show her the christmas lights right honestly we need to get this whole set sit on your sofa covered in fucking toffee pennies out of our head because it's not like that it's, it's just a very british toffee penny also not suitable if you wear a brace oh goodness you know mm-hmm. I, I don't even have a brace but toffee pe- pennies used to that broke my brace that literally broke it really? it out of out of my teeth i swear it pulled a loose tooth out one. yeah it's it's made of toffee concrete that's what it is yeah 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 exactly and you don't want to be covered in them like have you ever have you ever been watching a film and then you fall asleep and you wake up and you just got like popcorn everywhere it's in your knickers and your belly button and you're like <laughs> like what have I done what, what how do you watch films by the way <laughs> just in your pants <laughs> no <laughs> popcorn is my get me a bag and preferably a supermarket bag is better than the butter kissed or whatever Oh yeah. own, sweet and salty big bag of popcorn yeah. we always have it in I always I've got like three I always get the Metcalf's one it's oh, like yeah. normally it's normally like my little four o'clock snack you know I love that. And then if I'm in cinnamon I put a bit of dark chocolate in the mix in a bowl with it elite wow we yeah I love that shit mm. oh yeah I'm gonna do that I mean I'm, I'm gonna have my Brussels sprouts for lunch today with fish but um and before I would have been like, oh, Sash, why are you having something so healthy? But I was like, no, it's delicious. Yeah. But then it just take a little bit of time to get out of that mindset of thinking it's it's health, it's health. 
mm-hmm. to oh no I just actually like the taste of this absolutely and that doesn't mean that doesn't take away from the fact that um you still like things that are quote-unquote unhealthy as in like pastry like pan and chocolate so I still think that's delicious she also still thinks Brussels sprouts are delicious it's like you don't have to have these like hard and fast categories in your life of I always try to think of it as like there's some stuff that's more nutritious for you there's some stuff that's less nutritious for you you should have a healthy mix of the two absolutely like last night I'm still talking about sprouts what's wrong with me but I had my fish (laughs) <laughs> and I have the the tartar sauce I think it's Coleman oh fucking hell it's delicious and then a whole pack of sprouts of like garlic and oh, oh my god but then and then for pudding um I had a, a little bag of giant chocolate buttons out the freezer so people would be like oh my god put you know you had chocolate buttons but it's like I had fish and fucking brussels sprouts and tartar sauce there's nothing wrong with that and you know what there's also mm. nothing wrong with chocolate buttons and that's why I don't associate chocolate with like putting on weight and and being unhealthy and being bad. It's like I eat chocolate every single day. It doesn't mean you have to. It doesn't mean you should. I'm just saying like I have I attach nothing to that. That's just because I like some chocolate. That's it. Yeah. You have to be this huge like oh I've been I've ruined my diet today. You, oh my god you haven't. Yeah. Yeah, it's just giving yourself like a bit of a reality check, isn't it? On like, I, I think that's it. It's like I said to that, uh, the girl who said about the protein shake yesterday, Alex, she was also talking to me about, she's like, I'm just a bit unsure on what I need to eat. And I was like, okay, what do you think you need like some of in your diet? She was like, well, I do really like like my crusty bread. I like my potatoes. I like rice, I like pasta. I was like, yeah, okay, of course. You would have some of that in your diet. Of, of course you would. What do you think you need more of? I'm a bit of a bugger for fruit, really. Like, I'm a bit fussy with what I have and da 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 But I know, actually, if I get it in, I'll eat it. And also, it's convenient. If I put it in a little pot, I'll eat it. Okay, cool, let's do that. And what do you think you need to, to eat less of? Well, I absolutely love crisps. So I always have them normally every day. And I was like, and I'm not saying you can't have crisps every day. No. However, if you've got specific goals and you think that you could benefit from eating less of them, how about you try it every other day? Yeah. yeah, I could do that to be fair anyway, because I don't need them every day because I'm at work and da, 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 da. Okay, cool. Do that then. See how we get on. Yeah. And it's like just giving yourself those kind of like questions to p- apply some structure to what you want to do with your diet around Christmas, around any time, really. Exactly. It loses the guilt away then, doesn't it? Exactly. And you can say these things every week. Like I've got a client whose work is next to, I mean, this would be hard for me. I love a bakery. Um, but it's next to a bakery and, and she says every day I walk past and I just think oh all I want to do is go in there and get a coffee and like one of their little cakes or something and she's like and I just think oh it's so annoying that, that kind of food was like blah, blah blah and I'm like no I totally get that you probably shouldn't go into a patissier and get like fucking chocolate cake every day so it's a, it's a bit much but why not on a why not every Friday yeah tr- like use it as something to look forward to in the yeah. week that's, that's what I, would- I used to do when I worked in London there was this coffee shop on the other side of the road and I absolutely loved it the coffee was like oh my god it was amazing and it's right near my work and they used to sell these um uh these big thick chunky chocolate chip like homemade biscottis and I fucking love biscottis mm-hmm. I used to go in there and I used to be like god I want one of those biscottis yeah. <laughs> And then but I was like, no, I can't. One, I don't want to buy a massive biscotti every day. It's just a bit much. But then I decided that every Friday before work, I'd go in and without even thinking about it, I'd be like, 
cappuccino. Yeah. Biscotti, no matter what. And I and, and you get a little not excited, but you're like, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to my biscotti at my desk, blah blah. Every Friday. Yeah. It makes it more, it's more, it's nicer to have. But tell you what, if I had that biscotti every day, it'd probably be like, oh great, another biscotti. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You've got to have those things of like little mini highlights to look forward to. And it, it's it's the same with um, the same with like anything, really. Like Sasha and I like actually having a, a, an afternoon off work every once in a while. It gives you something to look forward to rather than like, do you know what I mean? The, the same stuff and not like because if me and Sasha's like, oh, we're just going to take week after week after week off. The novelty would soon wear off. Whereas if we like last Friday, I went Christmas shopping with Matt and I really look forward to it because it was like, we had a, a wine, a meat and a cheese tasting thing as well booked. And it was just really nice. Look something to look forward to. Exactly. Because you got to slow down. Like Wednesdays for me, maybe similar to Jess, is that I do the podcast, I do some work. And then at about two, three o'clock, I'm outy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because Tuesday is a really busy day for me. Thursday is a really busy day for me. So my Wednesday allows me to be really productive on the Thursday does it mean yeah. I might make less money yeah maybe do I care no because I look forward to it I go to the bakery I do this podcast with Jess I have a little bit of a lie-in it's like it breaks up the week and it's sustainable for me it wouldn't be sustainable if I was in the gym uh, 12 hours today yeah I'd be so I'd be like oh god I've, you know I've got a, a dude's Tuesday massive day Wednesday massive day Thursday massive day Friday massive day and then and then it'd be a weekend and I'd be exhausted but it allows me to be super energized and on Thursday go in I'm ready to go I'm probably a better coach because I'm rested and you gotta think about these things 100% yeah oh. Oh. <laughs> we done I think we're done I think that is that was an hour Christmas in a nutshell. Nutshell. Um, thanks for listening again, guys. Episode 26. Um, next, so what day is it today? Wednesday. On Saturday, I'm going to Sunny Scunny. Oi, oi. Um, to see Jess. We're going to try and film a podcast. Um, yeah, we just need to work it out, really, don't we? But I really do want to film it. I was, we'll think of a way. I'm thinking even, Jess, we could use both our phones at different angles and film yeah. it at the same time and then I don't know it's not going to be like a well edited like Modern Wisdom I don't know Stephen Bartlett whatever like Jordan Peterson or uh, Joe Rogan podcast hey 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 yeah it would be nice to film it on YouTube because I don't know sometimes it's nice to see people's um emotions and reactions <laughs> and also sometimes me are sash free so we're trying to read each other's own reactions Yes, exactly. And I yawn sometimes. I sometimes I do my eyebrows. Sometimes the doorbell rings. Yeah, I'm just like brushing my eyebrows or like sometimes I need to go. You know what? I, I feel like we've done enough. Of these. So what have we done? At least 26 hours now, right? 20, so, 26 hours for sure. Yeah, I would say I could read your body language pretty well. So when we jump on a Zoom, Sash sits there. She normally <laughs> grabs a moisturizer, which is on the window ledge in front of it. <laughs> moisturizes tattoos then she normally yeah then she normally does a browse for a little bit um and then she normally um grabs a book off the shelf in front of her as a reference point so that's three things that she does yes I love that and uh Jess will usually have a breakfast and then uh Luna will 
go past and she'll have a cuddle the door <laughs> the door sometimes goes and then she's had like a fucking shelf delivered <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much new house probs new house probs and me i'm just moisturizing tattoos uh which reminds me next wednesday have you got um, one no i'm having my the big one finished and i'm dreading oh. dreading it i've got to have the Love elbow it. done again oh Matt's had his elbow done, I think. You think he did say it was quite painful. Or oh, the inside of your elbow. What's oh, that called? I've got do, you know what you're, do you know the official term? Right, fun fact. Do you know the official term for your elbow? No. It's called your weenus. No, it's fucking not. Yeah, it is. Right. No, it's not. Let me go. It is. No, it's not called a weenus. You know what yeah. weenus is? The, the, the bit of uh, information that Chandler needs to do his job on Friends. Weenus is a slang word for the excess loose skin at the joint of one's elbow. Which when is I Google it, it says weenus friends. Weenus no, friends. Google it. Google it. Put weenus. It's double E. It said, do you mean, did you mean Venus? Right. <laughs> what was what a weenus? Weenus, a weenus or a weenus is a slang word for the ex- excess or loose skin at the joint of one's elbow. There you go. So good luck getting your weenus done next week. No way! Oh my god! Um, it's just said more results. What is a flagina? F L A G I N A. A flagina is the awkward piece of skin between your thumb and pointy finger. That is a flagina. Isn't that weird that they've all got similar names to weenus and a flagina? <laughs> they've just replaced the letter. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god and then one more because it's saying did you mean this pagina <laughs> is plural plagina is the surface of a leaf hmm. that's so right why are they all rhyming with vagina <laughs> oh my god this has actually opened a window to like latin words for the for the, the skin behind your knee which is the proper the popliteal fossa okay right we need to stop this okay that's it everyone's getting information overload episode 27 next week we'll hopefully and we oh my god we won't have to to record it on wednesday morning so already and we need to think think of a topic yeah um we could do why don't we also do a little bit of q a at the end yeah yeah oh we could do the whole thing as a q a yeah we'll see what, what what the uptake is yeah if we start if we start putting it on socials now, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then we've got three days to gather data, and then mm-hmm. we're filming it on Saturday, but we'll release it on Wednesday. Yeah, give us some good questions, guys, because if we're in person, we'll make it a real good one. Yeah, yeah, we'll make yeah, and and I'll try and wear something nice. <laughs> <laughs> you best do. My best do. Right, guys, thanks for listening again. Sorry about the the, the rhyming words with vagina. <laughs> so very aware that I swore a lot today but you know what yeah I feel like we dropped quite a few f-bombs so apologies apologies um but you know you, you're here so you know that there's gonna be some f-bombs. yeah you get it you and, understand and also can we just say that why are you so much more tanned than me today look at I've your face and, yeah, but look at your face and look at mine I've not even tanned for like two weeks either my skin goes gray in the winter look at this oh god yeah I I don't know you're against the white wall, maybe, and I'm wearing a black jumper. There you go. Anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> See you next week. We'll put goodbye, up- everybody. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>